everybody, welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name is Hunter Two. And we, we're back. Um, we, we beat Ole Miss. We beat Ole Miss. Stop us if you've heard this before. But uh, for the first time since 2019, the Bulldogs hold the Governor's Cup. Um, kind of takes the edge off of what happened this past weekend, but not entirely. Um, and we'll talk about the, the weekend against Auburn. We'll talk about the Governor's Cup game and uh, all of its glory, how um, just exciting of a game that it was. Um, but, yeah, I feel like last episode we were we went into it with a lot of optimism. You know, we had to win this this many games and just uh, we had to win how many was it we had to win um, like eight in 15 games like we felt good felt good about that with what we had left and now we got to win seven out of 12 and it's not looking fun it's just what one weekend will do to you in SEC play yeah but um, do we have any any fun intro for the day or are Um, we just getting right into it I thought about doing some draft topic um we didn't prepare anything um okay. may make something up um i don't know if you're feeling it um may may we'll try um what, what could we draft right here um, in honor of the nfl draft we could draft um what about what if you ask uh ai what we could draft okay Does that work i mean yeah 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 i, okay. I could i could do that um yeah it's that good podcasting yeah this is this is great podcasting this this is what the people are here for also uh shout out to the going for two followers on instagram for actually providing us with about five questions today which we're going to answer at the end of the show um first time in a while that we've had more than none or one maybe so off the hot seat for now Once again, great podcasting here. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see what we got. It's responding. <laughs> okay. Um. So this is going to be the the uh, in honor of the NFL draft. Um, Will Levis isn't good at football. Um, so this is what we're doing instead of a draft. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. um, we've been telling you this for you know it feels like three years at this point. He's been in my life. Mm-hmm. You know it feels like that. Um, I've been telling people this is what's going to happen. Um, it's been kind of funny seeing all the people that don't watch college football learn about Will Levis and be like, yeah. what, he he eats bananas with the peel? He drinks coffee with mayo in it? And I'm like, yeah, it's like three years old, my guy. Um, then they're like, wait, he's bad at football? I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's and crazy. also I want to throw this out there, like, if you're an NFL team and you're looking to draft your quarterback of the future, I probably wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to pick Anthony Richardson. I mean, 
he, he looks the part, and he was um, recruited by Dan Mullen, who seems to know a thing or two about quarterbacks. So heard it here first. Don't be surprised if, if he um, if, if you're gonna actually if you're gonna out. pick a bad quarterback, pick a fun bad quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, if you're gonna pick like a boring good of... quarterback, pick C.J. Stroud or Hendon Hooker. Things are like trending for Levis to be at number one, aren't they? Uh, it's it's I hate this draft. It's some <laughs> stupid stuff. It's he's not going to be. Bryce Young's going to be. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Well, that's that, what we that got. Was, that was a our, fun thing. Our draft coverage. So <laughs> anyway, um, let's get the, get this uh, weekend review for the Auburn series underway, and we're not going to touch too much on. Um, like each game individually, but I'm going to give Hunter the floor in just a little bit to talk about the, the bullpen decisions that kind of were the, I mean, that, that was the whole weekend. Like that, that cost us an SEC series. Um, so I'm going to run through a few numbers and then I'll give you the floor. But um, so our offense is kind of the tale of two halves this weekend. Like first half of, uh, of the weekend, it was really, really bad. In the first 14 innings out of 27 innings, we had six hits, one run, and we hit into three double plays. Um, the next 13 innings, so the last 13 innings, 21 hits, 22 runs, five home runs, and we hit into zero double plays. So uh, I do think that was pretty telling because, I mean, going into the series last episode, we um, told you guys that Auburn, they turned more double plays than any other team in the SEC. We are, I think, we hit into the second most, or only behind Ole Miss. Um, so obviously that was that was the tale of that, that those first 14 innings. We would get base runners on, but we would just hit right into double plays immediately. Um, but like I said, we came to that midway point in the series. I think it was the sixth inning of uh, game two, and um, the floodgates kind of opened, and we started hitting home runs. Um, Saturday was a weird was a weird day of of home run hitters if you had told me what four guys were going to hit home runs i legitimately would not have picked this combination in 100 tries but it was amani slate kellum and luke hancock um the next day uh on sunday hunter hines hit a home run to kind of get out of his slump but yeah that was that was the biggest thing like we were able to um have these big numbers even with uh Hunter Hines and Dakota Jordan go and hit list the first two days and throughout the weekend they combined for 14 strikeouts so um not not surprising your offense kind of struggles early on when your two big sluggers uh strike out 14 times um but like I said like other than Friday the offense was really nothing to complain about um one run on like four hits on Friday was just it's just not gonna it's not going to win you any games. Um, I know it was a pitcher's duel. It was low scoring, but I mean, Cade deserved a much better performance from the offense than he got. Um, so that, that's what I have on the offense. Do you want to touch on the pitching or do you want me to take that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll touch on the pitching. Okay. Um, so starting off with Cade, Cade gave us, I think his best start maybe in, in his career. It may um, be the best start we've had all, the team all year yeah like um, that was perfect yeah he went six innings gave up three hits one run uh, three walks six k's um he he went six innings i, I mean that was deep like, he looked really really good he still had that good velo um he didn't have the pitch count 
Um, the only issue is is uh, Tommy Vale. Um, we, we talked about how Auburn's pitchers are probably only going to go four or like three and two thirds. Yeah. Um, no, um, he went he went five, uh, struck out ten. So so that was a little suboptimal. Yeah, um, we kind of wasted Cade's start on that one. Um, yeah. They brought in two good relievers and closed that one out on us. We just couldn't really get any hits together. And with without Gartman, it felt like we kind of wasted a real shot from from our pitching staff. Yeah. And going into this one, it was like... Uh, it, it felt weird because... Well, I guess it still does. It's like every time our pitching staff has given us a great chance for like the past two weeks. Yeah, really. I mean, the whole Ole Miss series seemed like. And then, and then up to this, it's and then we just can't take advantage of it. And that that was just kind of tragic. But, um, and then we go to Colby. Um, he goes four innings, two hits, two runs. Four walks, five Ks. Um, he's not a starter. Um, yeah, we, we really that missed. wasn't that, that wasn't a bad outing. No, but that's if we could get that from him out of the bullpen, which I mean, we have been. We that's ha- what we get from him. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I just wish. I mean, we could have somebody like Cade or Drangelo go their five six innings, and then we get Colby right after that. I mean, he he and KC pretty much give you the same thing. I think. Um, and neither of them are starters. I just think that that mentality is just kind of lost on on them when they they start the game. I mean, that's just they just have a different outlook on the game. So, yeah. and then um, do I want to go into to KC like what we did with him after this one? Um, yeah, you can go ahead and talk. Okay, about that. so so Kobe went his four innings, um, gave up his two runs, but but we're up. What, how much were we up in this one? I, I don't have the score up. I'm trying. To... Uh, we were up eleven to four. Yeah, yeah, we're we're up we're up pretty good. Everything's feeling good. We KC and and everything feels pretty good. We're rolling. We're rolling. We go into the ninth. Um, KC is at four four innings pitched. Um, at fifty five pitches. It's a seven run game. And we already, like, I know we have a depleted bullpen, but it's a seven-run game. Um, I mean, I just, I'll stop you here. I'm just going to tell you what I think we should have done. I think four innings and 55 pitches, both of those are well above Casey's average. I I'm think not sure I've you, ever seen Casey throw that many. I know. Like, Even when we tried him as a starter. So, like, here's what I think should happen. We should have our our good our good arms. That's Dom and that's uh, Nixon. We we need to have them up and and throw it and have them ready. But just throw somebody out there like Evan Sierra or Parker, like somebody that I mean, I I can feel confident can get three outs before they give up seven runs. I I, I don't want to see Casey stay out there anymore because, like I said, that's above his average. I I know what happens. And Casey's in the moment, good. I said Casey's Casey coming up. out in the ninth is kind of scary. Yeah, Casey is good to a, is great to a point. I mean, he's become a really reliable guy out of the bullpen. He's great to a point, 
and then it just falls off the edge. Um, I mean, it's like obviously when when you see a guy for a second or maybe even a third time, like he's if, if you don't have electric stuff, it's gonna be different the third. He has time two around. pitches, and one of them isn't great. So have have your good arms kind of in the bullpen, like stretching, getting ready, but you don't have to waste them in a seven run game. Um, have like I said, Sierra, Tapper, uh, Parker. I mean, goodness, Tyson Harden. If you have to go to him, obviously Lamonis was just itching to see him. Um, just, just Eintema. throw somebody. <laughs> Eintema, yeah. This is a better situation like to use him than. <clears throat> it is a seven-run game, but um, sadly that is not the case. And I'll let you tell the rest. Okay, so um, we keep KC in there. Um, he gives up a leadoff home run. Uh, At that gets... point, get him out. Yeah, yeah. Get him out of the game. Um, keep in mind, before this happens, seven-run game, I said, I really don't like KC being out here. It's a seven-run game. I have no reason to feel bad, except I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. I shouldn't know what's going to happen. <laughs> we are scarred for no reason. And I like KC now. Yeah, I, I still know his limitations more than his own coaches. Do. Okay, then he gives up a single, a single, still in the game, a single, a double, a single. <laughs> it's now a four-run game. Runners on the corners, one out still, just one out. Um, and at this point, you're well past the Eintema or Harden. I'm surprised or, we are past that point, Jack. Or, or Sierra or Parker coming in. <laughs> We have to go to our closer in a game where it was a seven-run game. It was a seven-run game in the ninth inning, and we have to go to our closer with still one game left in the um, in the series, knowing that like our coaching staff does not like to go to the same pitchers two to get two days in a row. Um, so now, take it away. Nixon is in the game. Runners on the corners. Uh, yeah, yeah, we we win in a one-run game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he he gives up a walk, then gives up a triple to clear the bases, and now it's a one-run game. And then, of course, he strikes him out looking. Yeah, yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't that stressful. Okay, um, so so after all of that stress, um, <laughs> wasn't that bad, right? Um, and then we go to the easy game. Um, Gerangelo, um, he goes five innings. Um, he looked great. Um, yeah. Through, through the first part of this. Um, he allowed eight hits. A lot of those were late in that, it felt like. Yeah, and aside from... Um, there was McMurray. one home run that Cooper McMurray hit. There was... that He, like, pulled the ball. I mean, it was off the right field foul pole. That was legitimately, like, one of the only balls that was pulled on Drangelo the whole day. Everything else was, like, poked through the opposite field. I mean... From right-handed, right-handed guys and left-handed guys, like Drangelo has something. Like guys can, just cannot square it up. But their their hits were just kind of dinked through the other side. And um, like I said, with the exception of like one of Cooper McMurray's home runs, it it, it really was pretty fun to watch him pitch. Yeah, um, Cooperstown McMurray, um, what a guy. Um, yeah, um, but low he goes five innings, eight hits, uh, five runs. One walk, um, great there. Um, six strikeouts. That is just crazy improvement on the walks, by the way. Yeah. Um, 
McMurray's second home run of the game and fourth of the weekend for slow out here. Um, and yeah, um, I'm going to pull up the, I'm, I, I don't, I don't want to get any of these, these specifics wrong. So I'm going to pull up the, the box score on this one. Yeah. Just, just so I'm making sure my, I'm pull correct, correctly angry. Okay. So okay. at this point, Durangelo has made it into the sixth inning. He gives up uh, a two-run home run to make it. It is now nine to five. So nine to five. It's four-run game in the sixth inning. Um, at this point, I think we have a pretty healthy, um, pretty uh, rested Nate Dom and Aaron Nixon. And Evan Sierra hasn't pitched in like th- three weeks. <laughs> um, I, at that point, I, I say we have four innings. Between, um, I, I'm just thinking of the top two guys. Between Dom and Nixon, they got it. Just give it to them. They got it. Um, Four-run game in a uh, seven-run game yesterday. We were a little tentative to bring a pitcher out. Now in a um, in a four-run game. What, what do we do, Hunter? Um, we, we, we bring in uh, Tyson Harden, um, who had... Um, before this, two SEC appearances on the year at Kentucky, where um, he had one inning, um, five hits, five earned runs. Um, and at Vanderbilt, where he had one inning pitched, six hits, six runs. Um, but This was his best outing of the year in the SEC. Um, Kent comes in and gets a strikeout immediately. Yeah. By yeah. The way. I feel like he always does that, not going to lie. He did it tonight against Ole Miss. Yeah, he may always do that, Jack. <laughs> Is he a one strikeout guy? He must be. Yeah. <laughs> but in this game, comes in, he walks a batter, and then promptly gives up a two-run home run to a catcher named Nate LaRue. Um, I got, he's a senior this year, I believe. He's been there for a while. He's batting 148 and had zero home runs coming into the game. Um, just... Gives up a mammoth shot off the scoreboard to him. Um, yeah. And uh, so immediately we take him out, right? Nope. He finishes the inning. Um, actually, no more damage, but... Got a little man. scary, but... Man. Um, at this point, I'm just yelling. Where is Evan Sierra? Where is Nate Dom? Where is... Um, Aaron Nixon, just somebody. You know, it's the seventh inning. It's okay. It's seventh inning. There's only three more of them. Right. So, surely, the next inning, seventh inning, three innings left, one of those three guys comes in. Sierra, Dom, or Nixon? Nope. Who do we got? Um, Graham Itema. Um, A guy who I'm going to right hand up. Last week, I said... I'm kind of getting a little bit more faith than Aintema. You said and if he comes in, I'm not going to like it, but I'll bear it. Yeah. And look, it's another one of those situations. You can bring him in, but you have to be sitting on ready to bring in Dom or Nixon right behind him. Because Aintema could go out there and give you you know, two quick outs, give up a solo home run, and then get the third out real quick. Which would have been a perfectly fine inning. It's what I expect. Um... But what does he do? He comes in and he he throws eight pitches. Eight pitches. How how could it be that bad? Um, one walk, 
been two hit by pitches, and he's just loaded the bases, and then now we go get him. As if walking the first guy that you face all weekend wasn't enough of a sign. So now Dom comes in and gets out of a jam like we were used to. He um, gives up a sack fly, and then... Wait, was it a sack fly? Um, Somehow he got two outs. I think he got a strikeout and a sack fly or something like that. He got a sack fly and then struck out too. Okay. So a great, I mean, that's, that's a good result. We give up one run out of a bases loaded, no out jam. Thank you, Nate Dom, for that. Um, and then I'll let you take it the rest of the way. Sorry okay. Um, so, so, so now we're, um, it's, it's nine to eight, uh, top of the, top of the eighth. Um, need some insurance runs. We get it. Kellum Clark, Oppo, single, Led better scores, 10 to eight. <sighs> yeah. Um, Nixon, um, Dom strikes out the first guy. Um, next guy singles. Um, it went single, double, home run. Home run. And then... It gave Auburn the lead. Then Dom's, Dom's injured on the next pitch. Yeah. So, so that wasn't great. Um, but he, he appears to not be Tommy John. Yeah, it's like a week-to-week kind of thing. So um, for what it's worth, we could see him like before the season's over, which um, it might already be, but we're not going to say that yet. So Nixon does come in, gets, uh, gets out of that jam. Um, after he comes in for, for Dom, um, and it's, we're down 11 to 10, get a run, and then I didn't even watch the bottom of the night, so. Yeah, um. We know what happened. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they won. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that was the Auburn series. And my burning question at the end of this, like, I understand um, the whole Casey Hunt thing, you know, I, I if a co- if the coach is just like, well, Casey's not going to pitch the rest of the weekend anyway. We might as well just get let him finish the rest of this game. Look, sending him out there is fine, but letting him stay out there and give up five straight hits after giving up a leadoff home run, like, what do you think is going to happen? That is just irresponsible at that point. Like nothing, it, it's not going to get better <laughs> as we get to better hitters in the lineup. Um, we don't play good enough defense to play those games. I just my my thing is like on on that day it it's like the coaching staff was like well we don't have the bullpen depth we need to to use KC while he while he's out here and then on Sunday they're just trying to manufacture bullpen depth out of nowhere like Tyson Harden is not an SEC pitcher he had a five plus ERA at Dayton State College why can't what we use Evan Sierra <laughs> that. That my that is my burning question. Where is Evan Sierra? And ultimately, we found out that he was just sitting on ready to have a great start against Ole Miss. But um, my goodness, I mean, that is just like I don't. I know the word irresponsible might seem like a stretch, but I mean, it is your job to win baseball games, and 
Do you send out Aintema and Harden in a rubber match against a team that has shown that they can just manufacture runs and hit the ball out of the ballpark with the best of them? Um, you know how much we would laugh if a team ever put out two pitchers like that against us? Like, mm. I... The Friday game doesn't bother me because I understand. Like as the long Friday as game, yeah, yeah. Like we lose, like we lost it against. Like, as long as I've been a Mississippi State fan, a crafty lefty is just gonna beat us every time. I saw it against Long Beach State. Seen it against Tulane. It happens in the SEC from time to time. That's just gonna happen. Whatever. But your offense gives you double digit runs. You got, you have to win against a team like Auburn. If it's Tennessee and they beat us. 18 to 10 or something like that. Like, we just could not compete. We can't compete with that. But these stupid games against Auburn, like, you just cannot. You cannot do that. And if they beat us outright, then they beat us. But you I, – I want to lose with my best pitchers out there than having to throw out Aintema and Harden in rubber matches of SEC series. That's just – that's just all I have to say about that. Yeah, I have – I also wish that we, you know, had a slight idea of injuries. Like Yeah, it would it would definitely save face for the coaches if we just knew that they weren't pitching Lofton because he's out for the season or if they're just not throwing him. Like is it Or like, Evan Sierra. I didn't I didn't know if he was hurt or if they were just saving him for him a midweek against for two innings against Ole Miss. <laughs> like I promise you he can throw twenty you know who else threw 24 pitches tonight? <laughs> Tyson Harden. <laughs> Actually, he didn't get a chance to throw 24 because he couldn't get two outs. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Tyson. <laughs> Look, buddy, it's okay. Um, it, I mean, it. You're just. It's just not great. Um. Anyway. So, yeah, that's what we have in the Auburn series. It wasn't a fun one. Um, it's one of those that just it just makes you realize this team might not be very good. I mean, we were on the verge of winning three straight SEC series in the only stretch of the season that we could do so. Um, and we just couldn't get it done. Um, Would have been really cool if we did. Yeah. Because we really I could mean, have accidentally stole, like, <laughs> or, like, a tournament bid <laughs> like yeah for real i mean i, I will say I, I understand that nixon and dom weren't weren't sharp i mean um dom i don't know if he was hurt before that pitch that he ended up you know, having to leave on or, or what the deal was but i mean at the point where you put in harden in the sixth inning if you had put in dom there to give you two innings and he just doesn't get the job done and then you hand this to nixon and like the seventh or eighth inning and he can't get the job done either I, I walk away from that series being like well we we legitimately put our best arms out there and we just lost because i don't trust anybody more than i trust those two pitchers um i might be looking back at it and saying, well i wish we could have used some guys on the back end but i'm always there's always going to be some complaint to be made when you don't win but like legitimately if you throw those two guys out there and they don't win it nobody was going to um, I just, I know there's player safety issues with throwing guys a lot, but we threw them anyways. 
They threw him. <laughs> that's a, that's the thing. I I, I in I instead think. of starting the inning with um, Dom, we we put Ikema out there to walk three guys to load the bases and then give Dom a more stressful <laughs> a more stressful inning. When I know that he doesn't walk guys, he could. I mean, he he's gonna get him out. He, we put him in there on the Friday night game uh, after Cage left, and the only run he gave up was on a, a guy tagging up on a pop-up to the catcher. Like, it was a complete freak thing that the that a run was ever scored on him. And I know that he's he has he's kind of a one-pitch guy. He, he might be susceptible to the home run, but when you give him a clean inning, he's, he's usually pretty good out of the bullpen. Um Better than just about anybody on our team. Except for Nixon. Except for Nixon. Anyway, let's move on to this Ole Miss game, which was a little bit more fun. Uh, just to add just to the... Just the worst game ever, though. Yeah. Just... Do you happen to have an updated stat on our current record against Ole Miss? Um, uh, is there a if, history a, thing on here? Maybe one of them. Let's see. Let's see the history. I mean, it's just going to change about one. So, anyway, I'll start us off. So, Mississippi State does win 2-1 to one over Ole Miss. Evan Sieri um, got the start for State. Uh, Grayson Saunier for Ole Miss. The two true freshman starters went and, and did pretty well. Um, neither of them went very far into the game. Uh, Evan went two innings, uh, one hit, one strikeout, um, no runs. And it just seemed like a bullpen game for State. I mean, um Parker Stinnett, uh carried most of the weight, but he didn't even throw 50 pitches. He went three innings, uh, one hit, one earned run, and three strikeouts. And he had some of the best um, stuff that I'd seen from him maybe in his career. I mean, everything was just sinking out of the zone. And, I mean, it must have looked really, really good to hitters because they were swinging at everything. Um, but, yeah, we saw Evan Sieri to Brock Tapper to Parker Stinnett to Tyson Harden to Casey Hunt, to Aaron Nixon for the save. Um, a really dominant final inning for him. Um, and, yeah, and a run in the first inning, uh, and then and that was on a Hunter Hines ground rule double, a run in the sixth inning. And how did we score that? Oh, yeah, it was on a <laughs> dropped pop-up in left field by Luke Hancock, who is the MVP of the Governor's Cup. Um and that was kind of, kind of a run manufactured by Dakota Jordan. He uh, got to first on a drop third strike, stole second, uh, advanced to third on a failed pickoff move to second, and then scored on the freak pop-up to left field. So um, that's the run that, that won us the game. And, um, yeah, almost scored one in the seventh. But that was all the scoring. Two to one is the final. Um, that tied the smallest margin of victory ever in this matchup, Jack. I hate you. Saver metrics. I hate you. Um, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, so like we said at the beginning of the show, it's the first time since 2019 that we've actually won the Governor's Cup because obviously there wasn't one in 2020. They didn't They didn't play either in uh, 2021. They played last year. Ole Miss won it. Um, but yeah, we never lost it as with Jake Mangum on the team. So 2016 to 2019, we dominated it. Um, and it's our first time since. So even in the midst of a bad season, I mean, winning three out of four against Ole Miss, um, pretty hilarious to say the least. 
Um, wouldn't you say? Yeah, the number I saw was uh, twenty-one and five. So is that now twenty-two and five? Um, I up oh, uh, twenty-one of twenty-six. Yeah, yeah, twenty-one of twenty-six. Twenty-one and five. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that that's what I'm seeing underneath the newest Ole Miss baseball post. All right. Well, um, we'll say so. Last year, Ole Miss won this. Uh, it was their first game since losing the series to us in Oxford. So we played four straight games against them. They lose the series to us, but they win the Governor's Cup game. And um, this seemed to be the game that just kind of kick-started their little run to, um, you know, obviously just winning a few SEC series, uh, making it to the SEC tournament, then the NCAA tournament, obviously winning the national championship. So um, I'm just saying it's happened before that this is the kickstart point, um, even if it is kind of – this back half of SEC play, what what would have to happen if we were to have any chance moving forward? Hunter? Okay, um, so we were sitting at six and twelve in SEC play with twelve games left. So win twelve and you're hosting. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so <laughs> um, we need to find seven wins from. At Tennessee, Arkansas, LSU, and A and M. Yeah. So you can't get and, swept. Yeah. If you get swept, you have to win seven in nine games. Which that's that's not happening. Which maybe just as wait, can you get swept twice? No. <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. So um, to recap, these four teams in the in the last weekend, um, Tennessee um, swept Vanderbilt. Um, that was massive. That was loud. Um, Arkansas got swept by Georgia. Um, LSU swept at Ole Miss, and then A and M swept a doubleheader to start off the Kentucky series, and then they lost Game Three. So, um, uh, three of these teams won really, really big series. Oh. LSU beating Ole Miss. It's a big weekend in Oxford. Yeah. A lot to um, talk about there. Um, never lost a party. Never lost a party. They lost that series. Um, and then Arkansas just out of nowhere dropped, like not even drops the series. They get swept for the first time since 2018. Um, I wonder what happened to that team. Man, I don't know. Georgia is on track for something huge. So... Um, yeah. So, where do you think these? Where Where do you think we could find seven games in this? Um. Okay. We, we match up weirdly with Arkansas. Mm-hmm. They have one pitcher. Like that. That's how Arkansas is. You have to think you can get two there. I mean, and this is like completely like best case scenario we're not this may not be like a realistic mindset i'm I'm being like semi-realistic okay i'm just like letting the listeners know like this is like what what has to happen i'm not being like like this is definitely like what's gonna happen but like like what could happen like i'm not gonna say yeah we sweep lsu no we're gonna have to win three of these series so I mean, at some point, I'm either saying we're going to beat LSU or we're going to beat Arkansas. Like, 
it's would have to happen some way. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. So you have to think that you can take two from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And then you obviously have to think uh, out of any of these teams that you can sweep A and L. Yeah. So so that puts you at, at your five, and then you just need two more, right? Yeah. So just like then that, you just get one one, one at Tennessee, one at LSU. Yeah. I will say LSU is a scary team, but they don't uh, sweep anyone. Yeah, I mean, they, they were an out away from losing Game 3 to Ole Miss. Um, they hit more Grand Slams. Like, them and Wake Forest just hit Grand Slams in every single game, it seems like. Um, they hit a lot of home runs. We give up a lot of home runs. That That's what makes me scared about them and Tennessee. Um, Tennessee just seems like sometimes they just show up and sometimes they look like they are legitimately, like, Tennessee from a few years ago. Like, just not a great team. Um, LSU, I don't know. Like you said, they, they don't sweep. And obviously, I think we're going to get completely blown away by Paul Skeens. But you know what? I think we can find a way to win the other two. If we if we try to match up Cade somewhere, I, I like my Like chances. Dodge Skeens? Yeah. Like... I wouldn't even be mad. I, I know Drangelo's kind of gotten into a rhythm with Sundays, but like... Nah, no, I have an idea. <laughs> what? You want to be a... You want to be an SEC pitcher? <laughs> Go get him, Tyson. Oh, no. <laughs> Let him get all their... Go get out. run ruled. <laughs> Save our <laughs> pitching, Tyson. <laughs> Waste skiing. No, they would have Skeens starting game two as well for no reason. <laughs> they would have him in the... T- they, they had him pitching in like a nine-run game in the eighth inning against Kentucky. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, A&M, I, I haven't looked at them. If you can sweep were, one... It's if you A&M. Can, if you can sweep and, one... And imagine it, it if, opens if we up. had like, if we knew, if our team and our fans knew that, you know, you sweep this, you are more than likely in the NCAA tournament. Starkville would be crazy that weekend. That is the last weekend of the year, uh, home series. That could be a crazy one. And you know what? That's that's the team on here that I could look at and most confidently say we could beat. Arkansas. You know, we're playing them a couple weeks removed from like their first first time getting swept in five years. That might not. Be- yeah, I'm not sure what happened to his audio right there. He kind of cut off. Um, I'm just gonna act like uh, he didn't cut out right there. Um, I mean, assume that he was like they may not come in here and want to get swept. Tennessee and LSU. Oh, he's back. Yeah, you cut off for the past like ten seconds. Not gonna lie. Oh, sorry. Is my mic messed up? No, you're good. Okay. Yeah, I was saying like LSU and Tennessee. I know they can stack up home runs like nobody else, but Arkansas they've hit home runs in like thirty something straight games. Like they can hit them too. Um, but I just like you said, I'll, I like our matchups against Arkansas and A and M the best. And if you can just find a way to get one. Just not get swept by Tennessee and LSU. It it could happen, but with that being said, 
we can also not make the SEC tournament still very easily. Well, there goes Jack. Uh, well, uh, I, I'm going to continue going for a little bit. Um, yeah, um, so we we can also not make the SEC tournament. So both sides still still are really open here. Um, it feels feels like feels like they shouldn't be, but they still are. But I guess that's just what point of the season we're in. I mean, we have four se- we have four series left, so yeah, I guess I guess we'll see what happens with the Tennessee series, and then we'll have more on it. Okay, Jack's internet went out, so um, we're gonna close this out with Instagram questions. Um, first one is from Lee Taylor. Um, he says, "Does that guy have any eligibility remaining?" Um, that guy's name is uh, Jake Mangum. Uh, I believe he does not have any eligibility remaining. Um, Courtney Taylor says, favorite player to watch so far this season? Um, Dakota Jordan for me. Um, I think Jax, maybe Colton Ledbetter. Um, predictions on coaching staff? I think Foxhall's gone. Question from Drew Robinson. Any concerns about field conditions in Pearl? Hope we don't play there anymore. Um, hope we can play the series in Biloxi for now on. And then um, one from Mississippi State Coverage. Win one natty in football over the next 15 years or win two in baseball over the next 15 years? I would have to win 15 to 15. I would have to win 50 in baseball in the next 50 years to one football in the next 50 years for me to say baseball. A football national championship would just do different things for me. Um, and that that's all we got for Instagram questions. Um, thanks, everyone, for, for, for sending those in. Sorry for the technical difficulties for Jack dropping out. Um, We'll see you next time on Going for Two with Jack Taylor.